This shipping container has come from Hamburg and is being unloaded in Hong Kong. Steel boxes of this kind now dominate the harbor landscape. They may not look pretty, but they sure are practical. They're also one of the most obvious symbols of global trade, transporting cargo across continents and to all corners of the world. Never before has our dependence on international trade been so great. But few of us really know much about how the industry really works and who runs it. It is also the, the, the invisible connector uh, between producers and consumers of every single part of, uh, of, of what, we, uh, what we make use of in our everyday lives. The origin may not be uh, completely certain, I cannot, uh, I cannot put it for Winston Churchill, but it's something like without global shipping, half of the world would uh, starve and the other half would freeze. Containers are actually a relatively new phenomenon. Before their invention, getting goods on board was a whole lot more arduous. Oversea transport was anything but straightforward. Freight containers changed that. They were invented by the American entrepreneur Malcolm McLean and were used for the first time in 1956. The innovation provided a massive boost to the shipping industry. These days, large cargo ships can accommodate some 20,000 containers. A single container can house 30 washing machines or 10 million cigarettes. The outsourcing of cheap manufacturing has led to cargo being transported across large distances. Today, more than 90% of cargo is transported in shipping containers. The MSC Gusun is one of the biggest container ships in the world. At 400 meters in length, it has capacity for almost 24,000 containers. Over the years, container ships have been growing in size. The ship owners and operators want to uh, reduce the unit cost of, uh, of the transported goods. And that's why the more you, uh, you, can, you can carry and the more you can offer your clients to, uh, to, to bring on board your ship, the lower the price of the unit, of course. In 1968, the largest freight ships could hold around 1,530 containers, but since then, vessels kept on growing. The bigger the ship, the fewer journeys needed, meaning less money spent on fuel and other costs. Many large ships these days can hold well over 23,000 containers. But the ever-increasing size of these mega-ships has also caused problems, especially in narrow straits like the Suez Canal, where a huge cargo ship recently became trapped, sparking a massive maritime traffic jam involving some 300 container ships. The incident caused huge losses. So we estimated the cost of this one-week uh, disruption to between 30 and 50 billion dollars. That is so important that even a week delay has a cost, either through longer delivery times or through, uh, you know, some shortages in some, you know, components that were already in a vulnerable spot. Another problem with shipping concerns emissions. Large vessels emit vast quantities of CO2, leading to widespread pollution. If all the world's container ships were a country, they would be the sixth biggest polluter in the world. Coming in just ahead of Germany.
on the road to decarbonization, uh, the first, uh, say, uh, hurdles to cross is, of course, improve the energy efficiency. It's uh, it's uh, adhering to uh, to the IMO 2030 uh, targets for greenhouse uh, gas emissions, and and the big flagpole is of course cutting absolute emissions in the shipping industry by 50 percent by 2050. So that's a tall task, and a lot uh, a lot needs to uh, to to be uh, researched and developed uh, before we can do that. In the future, a more sustainable model could see more products being produced locally, cutting demand for international shipping as a whole. But even if there is a reduction in overseas transport, the trusty freight container is here to stay.